Today in the newscast, another very busy weekend in the Middle East. Rockets hit U.S. personnel in Iraq yet again, a Palestinian terror attack against Israelis. And could the United States be ready to hand the Iranian regime billions of dollars? You heard it right. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Another very busy weekend in the world's most pivotal and volatile region, the Middle East. So let's get right into it. We want to hit on three stories in particular that are fast developing in the region right now. Number one, yet another rocket barrage against U.S. personnel in Iraq over the weekend. On Sunday, May 2nd, two rockets were launched at Baghdad International Airport. There is a base there that houses U.S. and coalition troops. Thankfully, no one was injured, and reportedly there was no major damage at this U.S. base. One of the rockets was actually intercepted, which was good news because it seems that many of these rockets have been getting through over the past several weeks, but one of the two rockets was intercepted by a counter-missile defense system there on the ground that U.S. forces and coalition forces are using. So that's a bit of good news. Will it be a deterrent, though, to these rocket barrages? Folks, I don't think so. And where are they coming from? Clearly, this is the Iranian regime ordering its proxies in Iraq, those Iraqi Shia militias that we talk so much about, that march to the drumbeat of their masters in Tehran. They are behind this massive uptick in rocket attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq. Now, folks, this is happening practically every day, every other day now, whether it's bombs or rockets or now drones, as we've reported here in the newscast. These militias are using explosive-packed drones to target bases in Iraq, housing U.S. troops as well. Get this, nearly 30 rocket and bomb attacks since President Biden took office on January 20th of this year. Clearly, there is an upswing on the part of the Iranian regime. They are applying more and more pressure to U.S. forces in Iraq with the goal, folks, I think it's pretty obvious, of chasing the United States out of Iraq and giving the impression that the U.S. is leaving with its tail between its legs. Now, whether you agree or disagree with the presence of U.S. personnel and U.S. forces in Iraq and Afghanistan, I think it's pretty clear that what the Iranian regime wants to do in Iraq, what the Taliban and jihadists in Afghanistan want to do, is to create a fall of Saigon-type image for U.S. forces. What do I mean by that? Think back to 1975 when U.S. personnel, the last U.S. personnel, were leaving Vietnam. Those images beamed across the world. Basically, scenes of U.S. personnel fleeing to get out of Vietnam with gunfire trailing after them. The Iranians, the Taliban, would like to create that image yet again in Iraq and Afghanistan. By the way, when we are talking about rocket attacks carried out by Iran's proxies, we can't forget about the almost daily barrage out of Yemen as well, courtesy of those Iran-backed Houthi rebels targeting Saudi Arabia yet again this weekend. And folks, this really is, in terms of the Saudis being targeted, a practically daily occurrence once again this weekend, the hybrid model, drones and missiles targeting Saudi cities. Thankfully, the attacks were not successful, according to the Saudis, but the Iranians are continuing to intensify the pressure through proxy, always through proxy, in Iraq, 
uh, and Yemen. And the timing of this is very interesting because as we've discussed on previous newscasts, the Iranian regime clearly is trying to build leverage here. It's a blackmail extortion strategy as they negotiate with Western powers and to get the United States back into that Iran nuclear deal. The Iranian regime is saying, if you don't give us what we want and drop all sanctions against us, we will continue to target not only U.S. forces, but the Saudis. We'll stir things up with Israel. We will make the Middle East a mess, a chaotic mess, even more so than it already is, I suppose, if you don't give us what we want. It appears, according to some reports that emerged this weekend, that the Biden White House is very eager to give the Iranian regime what it wants. The State Department here in the U.S. is denying reports in Iranian media that the U.S. and Iran have agreed to a prisoner swap with four prisoners exchanged on each side, uh, supposed American spies that Iran has imprisoned, and then Iranians who the U.S. has imprisoned would be exchanged. And the kicker here, though, the prisoner exchange, folks, is one part of it, but the U.S. reportedly would release $7 billion, $7 billion in frozen Iranian assets. Now, number one, as I mentioned, the United States has denied all of this, but I color me skeptical, to say the least. But the second part of this, the $7 billion, what will happen then? And this is literally, it's deja vu. It's a replay of what we saw in 2015 when the United States released billions of dollars in sanctions relief to the Iranian regime. And what happened? Did we have peace in our time? No, we had the exact opposite. The Iranian regime, flush with cash, took that money, built up their missile programs, and supplied their proxies around the region with advanced weapons. And then Iran went on the march across the region. So we will see a replay of that if Iran gets this windfall, billions of dollars in frozen assets. We will be monitoring that situation closely for you, to say the least, if there is any indication that the U.S. will release some $7 billion to the Iranian regime, which is targeting U.S. soldiers in Iraq as I speak. We will definitely give you a heads up on that, and we'll have something to say about that. Now, when this Iran deal is signed, the latest incarnation, and it's a question not of if, folks, But when there are reports coming out of the Middle East right now saying that all sides would like to have it done by the end of this month, by the end of May, is that realistic? We'll see. But when it happens, because all the sides want it to happen, Iran and the United States especially, President Biden definitely wants it to happen, what will happen then? I've said that it's going to make war more and not less likely. Here's one reason for that. Just as in 2015, the Iranian regime will be flush with cash, they will hand it off to their proxies, they will bolster their ballistic missile program, and they will go on the march once again. We'll have, as an American, the government, the U.S. government, will have given them exactly what they want, will have let them off the hook, they will feel empowered and emboldened, and you will see targeting of Israel increase courtesy of Iran and its proxies, bank on it. If Israel strikes, we saw the incident at the Natanz nuclear facility about two weeks ago, uh, likely Israel sabotaging Iran's nuclear program, or Israel striking Iran and Hezbollah in Syria, 
you could perhaps look for a more forceful Iranian response because they will have that confidence. Number one, look, they're saying we got the deal. We got what we wanted. We don't have to worry so much about our image around the world right now or the international response or outcry to our nasty behavior. So you might see an emboldened Iran that feels unshackled and even more willing to impose terrorism on the region, including the United States, in Iraq, and including, of course, with Israel. So we had meetings this past week, by the way, with President Biden, apparently, popping into a meeting with the head of the Israeli Mossad, Yossi Cohen, who was in Washington, D.C., discussing the Iran deal. And I know Israeli officials are lobbying uh, the Biden White House hard to rethink this deal and to include ballistic missiles, include Iran's support for terror. Now, the last news item we want to get you up to speed on is Palestinian terror against Israelis on the increase. Yesterday, Sunday, May 2nd, we saw a drive-by shooting in the Tapuak Junction area in Samaria. Now, the world calls it obviously the West Bank. It would be the Northern West Bank or Northern Samaria. Samaria is what the Bible calls that region. So we had this drive-by shooting there. Three people wounded, three Israelis, two seriously. The Israel Defense Forces are basically hunting down the terrorist who carried out this attack uh, in northern Samaria once again. And this is the latest in a string of real unrest again in the Palestinian areas that we have been reported on here. Not only last weekend's rocket onslaught, some 45, perhaps even as many as 50 rockets were launched out of Gaza into the communities of southern Israel, but we saw serious unrest in Jerusalem as well. Riots on the streets between Palestinians uh, attacking Israeli police. So we've seen a lot of unrest over the past several weeks. There have been some concerns in Israel that this could escalate. Now, one of the reasons you may see an escalation is that the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas announced the other day that he is going to postpone Palestinian elections that were going to take place. There's probably a sigh of relief in the West, to be honest, because there's a good chance if there's free and fair Palestinian elections, Hamas will win those elections. Hamas rules the Gaza Strip, obviously, with an iron fist. And to have Hamas uh, exercise power in the West Bank, Judea, Samaria, obviously a nightmare scenario. But Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the two Iranian proxies in Gaza, are not happy that these elections have been postponed. We will continue to keep a very close eye on all of these developing stories for you. The Middle East never sleeps. And that's why we do what we do right here at the Watchman Newscast, serving as watchmen on the wall for you for such a time as this. We can't thank you enough for your support for our channel. Be sure to subscribe because we are growing every day in these Bible times in which we are living right now. Hey, thanks for joining us today here on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.